I begin this episode by paying respect to the Yuan people, the traditional owners of the land on which I recorded this episode. I pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and I extend that same respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners of this podcast. Nisan Bulavanaka, welcome to the Coconut Wireless Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Lardner. If you're listening to us for the first time, firstly, welcome. It's always wonderful to have new people uh, listening to the podcast. Um, basically, what we do here is this is a, a story sharing platform where I get uh, people from the Pacifica community to come on and share stories about what they're what they're doing. You know, we, we've had business owners, um, community activists, um, sports people, entertainers. You know, it's, it's a wide range of people coming on and talking about a wide range of things and journeys and and stories that they've shared uh, because you know, essentially what this what this podcast sort of aims to champion is, is the fact that this community you know, the pacifica community where you know we're we're resourceful we're creative we're um at times courageous and and, and that's yeah you know, that last one is certainly what today's guest uh, exemplifies is um her name is uh, Seraima Lewenganila, and she's the current captain of the Fijiana national rugby side. So that's the uh, national uh, women's rugby side for the um, for, for Fiji. And she's in the past. So last year, last season in 2022, she was the uh, the inaugural captain for the uh, Fijiana draw side as well. So she's 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 held a lot of leadership uh, positions throughout her career, and. She's put those leadership skills to to the ultimate test this this past week, where she put herself out in front as the, as the as the voice and the mouthpiece of yeah against this issue which has sort of been plaguing female rugby or women's rugby within Fiji uh, for many many years. It's well, almost yeah the, the entire existence of the female national side as well as we'll hear that there's there's been uh claims of in the past week of um money not being paid and and um not not just not just bonuses and that kind of thing which would be bad enough but you also like actual match fees which these people are are owed and and um a lot of them yeah i I would say i I think a lot of people would argue that would agree that female athletes in comparison to male athletes, not just in Fiji but worldwide, don't get paid nearly enough. You know, when when we look at the money that, that comes in, um, that's brought in, especially by successful teams like Fiji on a drawer, it's 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 huge. Like and and that money deserves to be reinvested at least part into the the sources of that initial income, uh, which is in this case the the Fijiana rugby system. But uh, what what we're hearing is that money is routinely taken out of the female rugby rugby coffers and and invested into the uh, the men's rugby, which s- some people feel is uh, more marketable. But there's nothing more marketable than success. And as far as rugby goes, there's no more successful team in 15s rugby in Fiji than the Fijian women's, uh, especially the Fijiana drawer. Like they, they've gone back-to-back. They've won back-to-back premierships in Super W. And in 2022, their first season, they went undefeated. So this is a high-performing group of people who are being treated poorly. And, sorry, I'm stealing stealing the uh, the thunder of our wonderful guests, but 
essentially that's what uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, as well as um, said, uh, Emma's incredible rugby journey and, and how she got to where she is today. Also, some of the issues that that, that she's um, taken a stand against this week, and very courageously so. So, without further ado, here's uh, here's my chat with uh, with, with Captain Courageous, said Emma. Uh, Nissan Bulavanaka listeners, today I'm blessed to be joined by not only one of the best current Fiji rugby players, uh, but also someone who's a leader both on and off the rugby field. I'm speaking, of course, about Fijiana draw representative and Fijiana national team captain, Serima Lewaningila. Ima, welcome to the Coconut Wireless podcast. I'm, I'm really grateful to have you on. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. It's, it's great to be here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, your, your numerous achievements on the field, like, a, you know, obviously huge, and, and we're going to talk about those um, in a little bit. But just to start us off, um, can you just tell me and the listeners just a little bit about yourself, about the person behind the jersey? <laughs> okay, Jerry. Um, I'm... Um... I have three sisters. I'm the eldest of, of the three. I've been brought up in Suva all my life. Uh, I went to school there in grammar, and then I finished off uh, Form 7 uh, in the year 13 at Wesley College, New Zealand. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been working at the bank, uh, at Westpac Banking Corporation, for a bit now is almost ten years. I took oh, a fantastic. one year, yeah, <laughs> took a one year career break uh, at the moment. So, mm. uh, so yeah, it's been my life has been working at the bank and rugby and family. Um, yeah, yeah, throughout my career. <laughs> Beautiful. I mean, the the, the yeah. bank could be pretty pretty proud to have a national representative working there as well. Yeah. Yes, they've been very, very supportive towards my, uh, towards my, um, you know, career. Mm. You hardly have. It's so hard to be in Fiji, uh, in Fiji, and you balance both. And them letting you go on on long tours, as you know, I've been so privileged and so honored and blessed to be with the bank. You know, allowing me to live my dream to play rugby and 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 keep my job and provide for the family. <laughs> yeah, that's so um yeah. that's so important. That's wonderful. Yeah, shout out to Westpac. That's that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking toward to your rugby career. How how did you get started with rugby? Oh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh so um I had uh I had tried to apply to the uh Royal UK Navy. Mm-hmm. So um in between that, uh, I was as as my visa was processing. I was uh, training, getting ready to go in. So one time I was running on the streets, uh, one of those days, and and one of the girls in the rugby team uh, that was training on one of the grounds saw me. Uh, it's actually Royal Arandiniabuni. She's she's also one of the Fijiana hey. squad. Yeah, <laughs> and she saw me running on the on the streets one time, and she ran up to me and asked me if I wanted to play rugby. Yeah, from, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from there it all started. I had no idea how to pass the ball. I mean, you know, a bit of touch game with uncles. Mm-hmm. That's all. Sure. But I didn't really, I didn't really know how to how to actually you know the rules, how to play in a professional field. But yeah, it was uh, through Royella. Yeah, <laughs> and now uh, it's been a whirlwind ever since then, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, just just looking back to the. Last year's uh, Super uh, Super W season, um, you and the Fijiana Draw girls went undefeated for the entire season, which is an amazing uh, amazing achievement. 
heading into that comp, there wasn't like as much press about you as, as obviously there should have been. Did you like heading into that competition? Did you feel like um, perhaps there was something to prove? Uh, yes, it was always, always, it's always like that with uh, Fiji Women's Rugby. We had to prove, prove something. I mean, throughout all sports, we have to prove something to get that attention. Uh, they didn't really notice us uh, when we left. There was no one to say goodbye to us. And it was during that time on COVID as well, where we were isolated, we were within our own bubble. Yeah. Uh, so no one had any idea that we were leaving the shores. Even at work, uh, they weren't really unsure of what competition I was going to play. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. Yeah, so they all they knew that it was a uh, it was a national duty they were releasing me to play. So no mm. one had any idea of the competition that we were playing on just maybe a few and family and friends until yeah. later when we started playing at the Super W. Mm, yeah, well, yeah. And, uh, I mean, everyone obviously took notice very, very quickly <laughs> once you started uh, racking up those yeah. wins, eh? <laughs> um, you, you were a ma major part of, I mean, you served as captain for much of that season. You are a major part of the leadership group for the Fijiana Drua side last year uh, in their inaugural season. Um, as you continue to rack up those wins, was was your job as leader, did it become a bit harder sort of keeping everyone focused on the week to week rather than sort of looking forward and thinking, oh, we, you know, we could win everything? Did you have to sort of work hard to keep them focused on each match each week? Um, actually, because we were all together for... Uh, we had some challenges at camp hmm. and, and, and our coach, uh, Senurusi, he is a very, um, you know, he had that motto, we couldn't lose. Yeah. And, and, and he was very, he believed so much in it. Yeah. Uh, at the starting, when we uh, started to play, we didn't really, and he believed so much in us. Mm -mm. So during the, the starting of the season, when we, he kept on believing throughout. So yeah. in, in, in time, we finally, you know, when we started to win the first game, and then we started to believe, Believe it that the whole vibe, mm. the whole atmosphere, of the team was always we gotta win the next one, we gotta yeah. win the next one. But we never, yeah, we never focused on the last game. It was always sure. the next, yeah, the next game. Yeah, nice. Oh, that's good. That's good that you because you you hear so much um, with sports people like yeah, how they sort of almost don't like they try not to sort of think about um, you know how, like how well they're performing, but you guys embrace that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so good. And, yeah, as well you should because you're, you're, <laughs> you're amazing, sir. Uh, but you, you personally, you've got a long history representing Fiji on the international stage. You, you, I think the first time you, you – your first cap was uh, 2017? Tw 2016. 2016. Yeah. Sorry, beg your pardon. Yeah. Um, can you just talk to me about um, – how you felt and the emotions you felt when you pulled on your Fiji jersey for the first time? Oh, okay. Uh, for the first time I actually put on the Fiji jersey was back in 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, that was, it was an exhibition match. We were told it wasn't going to be counted as a, as a test oh, match. I see. Okay. And, and back, and back then was, it, it was for, we went against the Turin uh, New Zealand Samoan side. Oh my god! Uh, oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we went against them. They were preparing for for the World Cup, and these were international players trying to get into the team. Mm. So um, we went against them, uh, got them in a bit of a run. But yeah, there was no no one in the union there back there. No one mm. knew it. We had to provide our own lunch, put wow. it. Yeah. <laughs> 
putting money for for lunch, uh, transport. It was also we had to come our own own way yeah, to the grounds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was there wasn't much jersey back then. You know, the late Eleanor Kunatumba um, actually was the coach back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, we had to. Yeah, it was just just amazing when I when I first put on the jersey. Even though we didn't have much attention, there was no not much people there. Only our families were watching. Uh, I was like, oh, I want to do this. I want to keep doing it. And that's when I actually thought, you know, I'm going to keep yeah. doing it until mindset changes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Beautiful. Excellent. And you're now uh, captain of the national Fijiana side. <laughs> um, how much does that mean to you to be able to represent uh, Fiji, that, you know, that, that extra bit as well? Oh, it's always an honor and a privilege to, to actually capture the country, you know, uh, and, uh, to lead a bunch of girls that you know in the background you know they've, they've been through so many uh so many challenges to get there mm. it's not just that you know on a personal side i, I look at them as a strong women and to mm. to lead them out on the field despite what goes off the field you know it's always an honor and 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 i'm happy i'm the first in the family to actually do that so yeah yeah wow yeah, beautiful <laughs> Um, you're yeah, currently you're based in in Brisbane, Australia, at the moment. Um, what's Bris Vegas like to live in? Sorry, sorry. Uh, so you're, you're you're based in Brisbane at the moment. Um, yeah. What's what's Brisbane like as a city to live in? Oh, I really love it. I'm with the Nasalo family right now. Uh, Suli is my dumb mom. Oh, <laughs> so they, they're, they're from, uh, from Nandrunga and uh, mm. they've been really welcoming, looking after me, very supportive. I'm blessed to be with them and it's just been awesome. I'm loving it here. Loving the rugby as well, but mm. uh, yeah, I better go home before yeah. uh, my visit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you are uh, speaking about the rugby. Uh, how are you finding playing rugby in um in Brisbane, you're enjoying it. Oh, it's it's where I I have to you know hats off to uh, Gyps Rugby. Uh, it's where I actually I came in on a on on a on a time where I was actually healing because it was so many things that went through last year that uh, of course I had to take time off from. And when I I really I thought I'd never go back and play rugby. And when I joined the Gyps Rugby, that's when I actually fell in love with the sport again. So I have to thank Mooch. Anski for for making me fall in love with the spot again. Oh, beautiful! That's special. Um, look, just sort of uh, talking about some of those things that that uh, that went on last year and obviously this year as well. Uh, earlier this week, you posted on social media, put a post up which has now gone viral, um, where you said that there's huge amounts of money that have been withheld from the Fijiana players despite their success, and um, and you know the, like. But that's money that was literally earned by the players um, for the for the FIU. Now we're not talking just about match payments here. We are talking about match payments, obviously, but not just that, but also bonuses and and that, and that kind of thing that were made available after the team was successful. It's it's been reported that very little, or in some cases, none of those funds have been paid to the players as they should have been. Can you speak to me and the listeners um, as someone who was inside that? That situation. What 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 went on there, or what what is going on there? I think I have to I have to understand as well. Back then, uh, it was run by an old interim that's been there in power for almost sixteen years or more. Uh, and uh, and uh, when uh, Peter Maisie and his team came in, uh, um, 
that was just a few months ago. I think he just came in and he started speaking. Like he reached out to me after that post. Yeah. Um, you know, he he told us there was a few hiccups back then that 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 they see, and I know it wasn't our problem, but uh, uh, it was something that was going on from you know from from years back. Yeah. Where where yeah. we would be just. Uh, um, money would just be taken out from us just like that without any any um, any 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 reasons to it. We'd ask about it and it'd be just swept under the carpet. Uh, sometimes we all every time we'll be fighting and asking about our payments and and some payments would go through and some payments wouldn't go through. So yeah. it was, I think it was about um, just after the Oceania tournament when I actually. We actually discussed with the team. You know, we needed to speak up. You know, we needed yeah. to to do something. And yeah. uh, when we actually, um, so I I said I'd post the first uh, the first yeah. statement. Yeah, just so that because we followed all channels, we tried to uh, go through management, but it didn't. They couldn't even fight as well because you know it it nothing was happening up there. Sure. So. So that was the only only way to get our voices heard was through yeah. our social media, and it was just not about money. It was just about treatment and and, and fairness as a whole. Yeah. There's so many things that went in the past years. You know, I could write a story about it, but to finally um, be heard and Peter Maisy uh, actually reaching out that that was the first. It was the first time uh, actually someone from the from the union of that status to reach out and say they're sorry and they're yeah, actually wow. working on it. Yeah. Yeah. So just just for context for the listeners um, that may not be aware, there is currently an interim board uh, administering the FIU um, and uh, headed up by Chairman uh, Peter Maisie. Yeah. Um, so that's that, that's good that he 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 sort of reached out personally to you. That, yeah. that So that was a that was a good that was a good chat. I think yesterday was it that he reached out to you. After after the post went uh, viral, someone mm. from the office. Uh, my former manager, uh, Paulini Tamatasasa, actually reached out to me and said what was going on because no one else had. And then I told him the story and Peter Maisie had no idea of what was happening. Right. So yeah. when it actually went out to him, he reached out and, and I actually put out all, all my concerns and issues that, that the women were facing. Mm. And then he said, um, he said he, he just came on board just a few months ago and he's really sorry of, of what happened and, he, and he's promised promise changed and that's something uh yeah that we'll have to wait and and, and see but uh, you know the fact that he went out and said he's sorry uh and that he's that he's going to work on it and then yeah. they were at fault you know it speaks volume of uh, of him so uh, so i'm hoping yeah I'm hoping yeah the pay hasn't come yet but <laughs> sure, i'm hoping sure. yeah they'll work on it yeah yeah, absolutely. Um, look, you, you you obviously had you know, a huge amount of support um, from both the players, the the, the players and and um, and the and members of the team management. But like, have you faced any backlash since you put the post up? Yeah, there's always backlash. Uh, <laughs> uh, but one thing, one thing I was amazed at was the many supporters. I thought. Uh, you know, back then when we started, when we played in 2016 and we lost and couldn't qualify for the for that World Cup, there were so many um, posts on social media of just mocking, teasing the team and people sharing about it and just saying, we it's better to just go back to the kitchen. What are we doing? It was so bad back then. Mm-hmm. 
uh, we one time our coach uh, messaged on our, on our chat group back then and said, do not go into social media, just leave it as it is. Don't talk, don't do it. And then ever since then, you know, posting about rugby, even even me, I, I always thought twice about it, but to actually see the support of the public and, mm. and uh, our past rugby players and family and friends just be rallied behind us on, on yeah. that. There was more yeah. supporters than than the negative comments. Yeah. It was sure. just just amazing. But yeah, always there's negative comments on people yeah. saying, "Why do we have to be paid?" I thought it was all for pride and country and mm. and all those. Uh, but yeah, gone are those days. You know, nowadays you have to take care. It's not. It's a professional sport now. And mm. yeah, and, absolutely. And yeah, <laughs> athletes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then, to... I mean, those people would never sort of say that to the the male players, yes, right? That, yeah. that's right. Yeah, they they wouldn't have said that if if we were questioning. You know, they always it's it's a cultural thing as well because we are going against the status quo, and to actually speak up as well, you know, women don't do it in our culture. So yep. to to speak up as well, it's going against the norm. So I, I understand where they come from as well. So, but we are shifting, we change yeah. the mindset, and it's getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Look, and just just on a personal note, um, I just want to say, and I'm sure I'm 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 saying what a lot of people think. Um, I really admire what you what you're doing here. Like, I'm I'm a father of two young girls, and I'd like them to be able to. Yeah, play rugby and and not have to sort of put up with the challenges that that you put up. You, you're currently sort of working through. So I really appreciate um, what you're doing and and the, and the hardships that you're going through. It, it, yeah, honestly, just just for me, it means a lot. So I really appreciate that. Uh, I also just wanted to check in. Um, it's been a big week for you. How are you going? Are you all right? Yeah, it was overwhelmed at first when when I actually woke up the morning where they f- first released that that statement by um, mm. uh, Martin Tombo, is it? I can't right. remember. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was a bit pissed. Uh, sure, because sure. yeah, there was that initial statement where no, no, nothing's wrong. And yeah, then, nothing's yeah. wrong. Everything's been paid. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit pissed. I went. I was angry, I wanted to, but I had to take time to just, and then that's where the girls rallied behind me and, and that's mm. when their post just, just <laughs> just when I saw them posting and speaking to media, you know, and I'm, I'm really proud of them for speaking up, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not an easy thing, right? Like the, there would have been some some trepidation or hesitation for you to, to, yeah. to put that post up? Yeah, it, it was because... You know, like I was saying, I thought back then we didn't have that much support as was, yeah. and I was, I still had that fear of negative comments, uh, and I was carrying the family name as well, and of course, and, going yeah. get, and then then I thought of the girls as well. You know, you know, this we're trying to grow the sport as well, and posting on social media can can go on pros and cons of it, yeah. uh, can go our way or it can go against it, and and we are trying to grow the sport here in Fiji and. Just when it's growing, something like that comes up, you know, yeah. it could. Uh, but yeah, on the bigger picture, it it did what it what yeah. I wanted it to do. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And, and credit to uh, Peter Maisie and, and his interim board for at least acknowledging there's a problem and and uh, hopefully working yes. to fix that. That's right. <laughs> 
right. Look, I won't um, I won't keep you too much longer. I just did want to uh, touch, sorry, just switch tack a little bit. Um, you also uh, played earlier this year, you played a season for the uh, the Tweed Seagulls in the uh, Queensland Rugby Rugby League competition. Um, how how was how that um, adjustment going from playing union to league? Because they're very different games, hey? Yeah, it was a very uh, different unit, uh, kind of game from Munin because I thought league was much easier, but I only played one game with them because mm. of uh, visa issues. I couldn't play the whole whole season. Sure. So that's when I switched to, but when I played just one game, you know, I fell in love with the game and, and, mm. and I see why a lot of girls are running to, to league as well. It's right. way easier <laughs> from playing Union. You don't have too much as as a as a prop, but I, I love also the environment that the league has. Uh, it was very uh, welcoming and very professional. It, it was it was a learning experience for me. Yeah, perfect. And then there's a, there's a bit of a Fiji contingent there in Tweed, eh? Because uh, Kalora plays there too. Oh yes, uh, we've yeah. been following each other around. <laughs> We follow each other around this year. Yes, she plays oh, that no. too. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Oh, beautiful. Um, look, I'll, I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave you there. I know you've got a game later on today, so uh, good luck with that. Um, but look, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it, and uh, everything that you're doing as well. Um, of course, uh, I'm sure I speak for a lot of the fans. Where I just want to say uh, thank you so much. Yes, I'm not little Jeremy. Thank you. God bless. <laughs> uh, same to you. And that was my chat with uh, with Sadima. Look, as you, as, you, as you can tell from that interview, she's an incredibly humble person. She doesn't love putting herself out in the spotlight, but she, you know, she took the hit this week to do that and to, to represent her teammates and and people that will uh, will come after her and people that have come before her as well. She, she's taken that fight on, and I, I really applaud her for that. And um, so, yeah, you know, I really hope that uh, people who are listening to this just take some time to... Uh, follow her on Instagram. I'll, I'll, I'll link her social media uh, on the show notes for this episode, and uh, and just reach out to her, and 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 just with a yeah, you know, even just a short message of support, um, because as much as she said she's received so much positivity, um, it's also taken a toll as well. Uh, this is inevitably uh, negative, uh, ne- negative commentary and 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 messages that come out of this kind of thing. So just um, I think that now more than ever is an opportunity for us to really get behind um, you know, one of the leaders in in the Fijian rugby uh, community and landscape and uh, and the team itself as well. You know, just, just get behind them because the uh, you know, there's the old saying, the high tide raises all boats. You know, when the, when the female rugby teams do well, Fijian rugby does well. When the male rugby teams do well, Fiji rugby does well, you know. So so the, these people are servants of the game and they represent us all. And I think this is a really good opportunity for us to 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 represent them and come out in support of them. So so please do that. And look, you know, if, if you go the other way and and you're one of these people who who sends sort of hateful messages to uh you know, any athletes, but you know, in this case female athletes, um, I would humbly ask that you don't listen to this podcast you don't sort of follow us on social media this you're in the wrong place if you're if you're uh, if you're that kind of person and you're doing those kind of things this will never ever be a platform or a place where 
that kind of negativity and, and toxic behavior is is um, applauded or even uh, tolerated. So, um, but yeah, you know, on the on the on the flip side, yeah, you know, for for all these people who've come out in support, and there've been so many who've come out in support of of the Fijiana players and and Ima in, in particular. Uh, thank you so much, and yeah, please continue to do that because it's been fantastic. You know, and, and there is, as we heard today, a, a human person on the end of that, and she's she's amazing and she's humble and she deserves all the support in the world. So uh, please, please keep doing what you're doing. Um, look, beyond that, uh, as I said, I'm going to link her social media, um, uh, yeah, her, her platforms on the uh, show notes for this episode. Please follow her. Um, she puts out a lot of good content, so it's great. Also, if you're not already, please uh, follow the Coconut Wireless on social media. Again, I'll link all of those in the notes for this episode. And if you do have time, please, please, please um, subscribe to this podcast and, and rate us. You're on whatever platform you listen, whether it be it Spotify or, or Apple Podcasts, please, please rate us. Five stars would be amazing. Uh, really, it's the it's the easiest and most effective way for you to help the podcast. So please do that uh, if you have time and if you're so inclined. Look, uh, beyond that, that's about it. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, catch you next week with a, with another wonderful guest. Until then, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and I'll catch you then.